Um, we welcome you and we hope you enjoy your visit with us. A couple little uh, business things. Um, if you are a visitor today, we have these multicolored cards. They're not all orange, some are different colors. But um, we ask that you fill this out so that we have a uh, record of you visiting us and also so it keeps us aware of who's here and um, so that we can then give you one of these forms, which is adult registration form, <laughs> because we want you to come back. Um, and there is one, if you have children or you know of a young mother that would like to come, um, we have the same type of form to fill out for children as well. So, and if you actually have a homeschooling mother that has a child that's school-aged, we have a student form that has to be filled out as well if they attend uh, CBS. So, first the funny colored form, and then the big white form. Bless you. Okay? Um, with that being said, uh, I'm going to share with you, and then Joan's going to share before lecture again, what we're studying. And next year, as the servants team has prayed about it, um, we feel that we're going to study Mark, which is an 18-week study, and then we're going to go into um, Solomon's Wisdom, which is Ecclesiastes, the F Proverbs, and Solomon, Solomon. That's why I could I forget that. <laughs> so yeah, we're going to be studying those. So that's what our study is for next year. So please spread the word. We would love to have more in attendance. Um, this morning, we're going to hear from Catherine Daughtery, and she is working in our nursery program, and she is a very important part of our leadership group, and we love her and her mother as well, and we're so glad that they came to be part of our group this year. Um, and she's going to share with us about CBS and um, how CBS has impacted her. So we're going to listen to her, and then we'll, we'll dismiss, and we'll go to our classrooms. Um, if you are a visitor, do do make sure that you have a class that you're going to go into with someone. If not, stay back and we'll make sure that you get into a class, okay? I hope that's clear. So if you're a visitor and you do not have someone you're here with, then stay back and we'll make sure you get into a classroom with um, some other people, okay? Let me pray first. Father, I thank you for our dear, sweet sister, Catherine. I thank you for her desire to honor you and glorify your name, Father. I thank you for her faithfulness, and I thank you that you are using her in a mighty way to bring your name the honor and glory it deserves. Father, God, direct her, um, her sharing with us this morning. I ask that you keep her mind clear and her voice clear, Father. And most of all, I ask for a blessing upon her as she is prepared to share with us this day. Lord, we thank you for every man, woman, and child that's represented here today, and I pray for a special blessing and anointing on their life, Father. I ask that you reveal your Holy Spirit to them and the plan and the purpose that you have perfectly ordained for their life. Father, we ask for your presence to dwell here today, and we ask for protection, we ask for wisdom, and most of all, Father, we ask for your love, your grace, and your mercy to dwell within us today, Father, as we share in the learning of your word. In your precious heavenly name, amen. morning. As um, Teresa said, my name's Catherine Doherty, and I'm a member of the Shelbyville Community Bible Study, and I'm really thrilled to be able um, to speak with you today. I know we have guests, 
um, here today, and so I'd like to welcome you, and we're really glad that you're here. I want to take a few minutes um, this morning and tell you of my personal journey to community Bible study. For me, it started in 1965. It was a hot, dry, dusty August afternoon in a small town in Nebraska where I was born. And my older brother and I were poking around the fairgrounds, just wandering from booth to booth. And um, it was so hot. And I saw this little trailer um, parked on the edge of the midway. And it had a welcome sign on it. And so I just wandered in. And the air inside was very cool. Um, there was a little white kneeling bench in front of a small altar, and above it was a screen and a video was playing. There were no people attending to the trailer in the middle of that very hot afternoon. As I listened to the video, a very nice voice asked me if I knew Jesus as my personal Savior. <clears throat> he went on to say that if I were to ask Jesus into my heart to forgive my sins, he would live in my heart forever. He said Jesus would walk with me through my life and would give me eternal life with God, my Heavenly Father. Well, in the nine short years of my life, I had been a church attender with my parents and my brothers, but it was there on a fairgrounds on a hot August afternoon kneeling all by myself and talking to a video player, that I gave my heart to Jesus. For the next 46 years, there would be many times that I would um, confess my sins to Jesus and ask for forgiveness. Of all the things I don't know, the one thing I have known since I was nine years old is that I belong to him. I have always wanted to study the Bible because God tells us to do so. In 2 Timothy 3.16, the scripture says, All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. In other words, it's God's very own words to us. During these years, I felt in my heart I should study. I believe that God hardwires Christians to have a desire to search him out and form a relationship. As I grew, I was to learn that when the all-powerful, all-knowing creator of the universe has something to say, I should listen. 1 Corinthians 3, 1 and 2 tells us that just as children cannot grow to be strong without meat, new Christians must partake of the meat of the word of God in order to mature as believers. But do you know what happened? I grew up. I got married. I had children. I had a job. I taught Sunday school. When in the world did I ever have time to read the word of God. Then we moved. I got a divorce. I was a single mom. I got remarried. 
and I struggled to blend two families together. <clears throat> Life got a hold of me in a really powerful way. And I don't know, does any of that sound familiar? I was busy. Oh, I went to Bible studies along the way. I joined a few women's groups. I bought the book, read a little bit, and I took a few baby steps on my way to maturing as a Christian. And I was basically, and I use that term pretty lightly, a good Christian. But was I a maturing Christian? When I moved to Shelbyville in 2004, several of my new friends, and many of you are sitting out there, told me about this dynamic, growing Bible study group called Community Bible Study. Did I want to join them each Thursday morning from 9.30 to 11.30 to study the Bible? Well, of course I wanted to, but how could I? I was very busy. How could I possibly give that much time to studying the Bible? However, remember when I told you that I do believe that our Heavenly Father hardwires us to seek Him? That's exactly what happened to me. One of the beautiful things about seeking a relationship with our Lord is that truly whatever time we give him, he multiplies back to us. In other words, when we spend time in his word and in, in devotion and praise to him, he clears the clutter from our life so that we don't miss the hours at all. Oh, how he loves us. I'm greatly blessed to have my mother living with my husband and I. And in 2011, when my friend Nancy asked me for the third or fourth time, and Nancy's not here today, but I do thank her regularly for continuing to ask me to come, would mom and I like to attend community Bible study? I just said yes. I didn't say, I'll think about it, when does it meet, how much study will I have to do. I just said yes. And one of my new friends um, here at CBS, Barbara Dawson, and I see Barbara sitting right there, recently told us that she has learned that God doesn't want our ability. He wants our availability. And Barbara, that is so true. So I said yes, and my dear old mom just about dropped over. <laughs> When she got me alone, she said, I'll go, but I'm not going to talk. And some of you know that's been her story. So you see, all through my mother's 80 years of life, she had shied away from small groups, study groups, sharing groups. At 80 years old, she had no intention of burying her life and her soul to a group of Bible studiers. So, fast forward to the end of our first year at Community Bible Study. Mom and I are sitting in her living room talking about the amazing year of study that we had just had. We recounted how it is so different than anything we'd ever done before. We talked about how much we had learned. Mom shared with me that for the first time in her life, she got it. She studied the Old Testament, and she understood it. I felt exactly the same way. Then we talked about how God had blessed us with new friends that we, had not, we wouldn't have met any other way. 
We were both so excited about what God was doing through our study time. What we didn't share with each other is that we were each silently praying, God, is there anything I can do at CPS? Can you use me in any way? So we finished up our first year and summer came and we spent doing things like we all do in the spring and the summer. And then both of us got restless. We needed to get back to the word. We needed to hear God's words echoing through our minds and our souls each day. We read our Bible that summer and God took care of helping us to understand what we were reading. So last August, our community Bible study reconvened. And oh, what a great day it is to be rejoined with our brothers and sisters in Christ. I don't know how Joan does it, but she gets us to settle down because it's a loud, boisterous, happy to see you, meet and greet when we all get back together after the summer. I was sitting there right where you're sitting now. I was minding my own business, singing a few songs, and I was ready to be fed. That's when I heard that the teacher who'd been in the nursery for many years was not able to be there this year. Our CPS group is in need of a nursery teacher, if anyone is felt called. My mother and I were not sitting together that day, which we usually did. I looked around for her and I couldn't get her attention, but my heart started racing really fast and I'm thinking, nursery, nursery. Uh, Mom and I could, maybe surely we could take care of a few babies. You see, I understood that all the leadership of community Bible study makes a commitment to be here from 8 a.m. in the morning to just about 2 p.m. in the afternoon every Thursday. Mom and I live about 25 miles outside of Shelbyville, and so whatever we do, we need to do together. So one of the most exciting things in the world is when God taps you for an assignment. It's exhilarating, it's heart racing, and there's no other feeling like it. I couldn't wait to ask my mom if she'd be interested in joining me in the nursery. When we got in the car, I started blurting out all that I'd heard, and I ended the sentence with, what do you think? And here's what I didn't expect. Very quietly, with tears in her eyes, she said, I've been praying all summer that God would find a way to use me. What? I said. I've been praying that too. I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't figure out the logistics. How can we be here? What do we do all day? Is it too long of a day? How would that work out? What would we do? But you see, God didn't need us to figure it out. He already had a plan. He just needed us to open our hearts and spend time with him, get to know him, study his word, and he took care of all the details. When we arrived in the nursery that morning, we met four little angels. Anna was two weeks old, Cadence two months old, Tabitha was four months old, and Nathaniel 18 months old. And I can tell you there was an unspoken word between us. And it was, oh my word, what have we done? (laughs) (laughs) 
We joined the leadership staff at Community Bible Study, and our life has not been the same since. We study, we talk together, we pray together, we laugh, we hug, and we love all of our CBS friends, every one of you. Through our obedience to studying the word, he has blessed us beyond anything I have time to tell you about. There are so many questions that we humans ask that God answers for us in scripture. What is the purpose of life? Where did I come from? Is there life after death? How do I get to heaven? Why is the word world full of so much evil? What do I look for in a mate? How can I have a successful marriage? How can I be a good friend? The answers are here, right here in this book. Our responsibility is to study, to listen to God's word, to hear, and then to obey. I sure wish I would have started studying a long time ago. Community Bible Study is an interdenominational Bible study for our community. Classes are held throughout the country, and people are welcomed from all backgrounds and all levels of Bible knowledge. Since 1975, Community Bible Study has been helping people from children to seniors to grow their knowledge and love of Jesus Christ. I cannot even imagine my life without the study of God's word today. And I don't want to spend one day of the rest of my life without study, devotion, and praise to our wonderful Lord and Savior. Will you pray with me? Dear Heavenly Father, my Redeemer and my Savior, thank you for all the men women, and children who are here to study your living word. Bless each one with your abundant and endless love. In Jesus' name I pray. dismissed to go to class if you do not have a person that you if you're a visitor and you need to have a room to go to come see us please